Welcome to episode 336 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And I'm your host, Denise Oyston, on this lovely week in May. I love May. There's something about May, isn't there? You know, we get, well, if you live in the UK, you get two bank holidays. And uh, and that's great to have those long weekends when the spring's around, isn't it? Though, of course, <laughs> for those of you that need to know my social calendar, we actually don't get two bank holidays in May because it is Her Royal Highness's um, Platinum Jubilee. So um, what's happened is they've, they've moved all the bank holidays around. Uh, um, so we get like a, this really long, long weekend off in June. So we can all have our street parties and put our bunting up and things like that. Um, we won't be having a party, but my uh, my sister's coming. So we I'm sure we will. She'll be indulging in uh, in some merriment. Um, anyway, enough of me and my social life. Let me tell you about this week's podcast. And uh, what we're sharing today is actually a recording from one of the videos in our video masterclass series. So we've had a lot of questions about it. And I know a number of you have already been and uh, downloaded the videos, but we thought we'd just give you a little bit of a taster of video one. And what I will do is I will, well, the content of video one, what I will do is I will actually drop a link into the transcription of this video so that you can go and uh, pop your name and email address and actually get access to everything that's uh, that, that's there as well. So this particular video is video one. And in it, we're actually sharing uh, the recruitment uh, marketing and sales framework that we use and that we teach and that we've been honing for years with our clients. So remember, both Sharon and I have done a lot of um, marketing services for clients over the years. So everything we teach is tested and measured on what actually works because we've done it for clients. So please remember that when you uh, start to listen to this particular um, uh, podcast recording. Now, the the recording, the podcast is about 20 minutes long, something like that. And in it, I actually share, well, Sharon is, is going to share with you the seven growth pillars of running a successful recruitment business and why it starts with marketing. She also talk about the 3% and 97% data um, points that you really need to know and under, uh, understand because that will explain why you're potentially leaving placements on the table. And then she's going to introduce you to the recruitment marketing and sales map that we've developed. So I am sure you're going to love it and enjoy it. And without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Hi, Sharon Newitt from Superfast Recruitment and welcome to this video series on how to attract consistent candidate and client lead flow. And we know how important candidate attraction is for pretty much every single recruitment company across the globe right now. Of course, there's a backstory to this particular video series. It probably is about 15 years now um, that Denise and I have been working with recruitment companies, business owners and marketeers to help them market their companies. 
And prior to that, our connection, I guess, with the recruitment sector was in our corporate lives where we have got probably a combined experience of about 50 years, dare I say. I know I don't look old enough. Thank you. Um, but, you know, we built multiple sales teams when we worked within the pharmaceutical industry. And we partnered with recruitment companies to help us do that. So we have got a real history working within this sector. And one of the things that I want you to keep in mind as we go through this video series is to just frame our conversation that the majority of business owners will measure our success based on cash, you know, the financial goals that we set for ourselves and achieving those goals. And I want to share with you the fact that there are other success factors to consider as micro and small SMEs are really looking to build and scale their businesses. Let me share some of those with you. So think about it. Of course, we all want to generate revenue. We want to hit those financial goals yet. How can we possibly do that if we don't have an audience that we can market to both candidates and clients? Because you want to be able to connect, you know, candidate with the ideal client. So you've got two happy individuals that will help you generate revenue. However, if you don't have authority and expertise in your marketplace and you're not able to communicate that to your audience, you won't create as many opportunities. You won't have the ability to influence why somebody in your audience, and it doesn't matter whether that's a candidate or a client, should work with your recruitment company rather than one of your competitors. So additional measures of success are things such as authority. Now, if I think about some of the clients that we work with, they have got years of experience in a particular sector that they've then brought into recruitment, or they have got a huge amount of experience, you know, working within financial recruitment or tech recruitment or sales recruitment. They're, they're real serious experts. So they're able to bring that authority and knowledge of a marketplace and influence people to create huge amounts of opportunities. Now, where does time fit in, you might think? We've all seen, heard, read, talked to people perhaps who have got a huge amount of financial success, yet they seem burnt out, they don't particularly seem to be enjoying what they're doing, and they don't seem to have a lot of time to enjoy the fruits of that success. So, you know, what, what's the point? They're just on a treadmill of generating revenue and not thinking about all these other success factors, including time. So if I think about, you know, Denise and I and what we've been building over the years, we've been building a business, actually, that's, that's got a number of different elements to it, um, where we have an audience that's global. You know, we have hundreds of thousands of downloads of a podcast um, and the audience very, very clearly is globally. Now, people keep coming back to that podcast because they know that we have knowledge and we're experts. We have authority and we're able to influence people 
in a variety of different ways, that creates huge opportunities for us, which, yes, it generates revenue, but actually that revenue allows us not only to reinvest in the business, but it creates time for us to explore other business interests that we have that creates more opportunity. So think about, as we're going through the next few videos, all the different success factors, I'll put my teeth back in, the different success factors that actually you have in your business because there are many more other than financial. Let me introduce you now, next flip chart, to the seven pillars of building and scaling a recruitment company. You'll notice it starts with marketing and there's an absolutely logical reason for that. Now, think about it. You have a service, a recruitment service that you want to market to candidates and to clients. Now, you know, we can, we can think of a service more so today as, as a product because there's contingency recruitment, there's retained, there's exec search. Um, many people um, and business owners that I've been talking to recently are looking at productizing some of their services. So, so let's think about, you know, in order to generate any revenue, you need to have a product or a service in the first place. To get the revenue, though, you need an audience. You need an audience of clients to market that product or service to and an audience of candidates because you know, recruitment is unique because you have to match the client with the candidate. You know, it, it's like you know, selling a house. You need a buyer and a seller. It's another unique market. Now, when it comes to marketing, though, you have to create demand for your product with your client audience and create some interest with your candidate audience in order to bring them together. Now, if you don't have that demand and that's not generated through marketing, your consultants don't have that opportunity to convert that demand to match that client with that candidate. And of course, dipping back to marketing, you know, even before your consultants get the opportunity, you have to convince your audience, both candidate and client, why they should come and work with your recruitment company rather than one of your competitors. So everything, everything about a business starts with marketing because a product is part of marketing. You have to message why people should buy your service, your product over somebody else's. So once you've created demand through marketing, then you bring in your consultants. Now, of course, if we don't do one and two, there's no need to have an operational team to support the consultants in order to match client and candidates. So there's, there's a lack of a need for operations and for people, okay? But once we have got demand and we've converted that demand, we need to look at how we deliver that service. You know, what is the experience that clients are going to get from your recruitment company? What's the candidate experience that they are going to get? Now, we have deliberately separated out client and candidate. 
for a reason. You know, it is a unique market because you have got two audiences that you need to market and eventually bring together. And in the reality is that if we go back, you know, pre pre pandemic, there was a huge amount of focus in the marketplace on client attraction and working clients, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, yes, there's loads of candidates out in the market. And of course, that's not quite the situation that, that businesses are experiencing today. So we felt it was really important to separate these out because you need to make sure that you are delivering the best experience to clients and the best possible experience to candidates in order to then bring this together. And that that is continuous rather than being inconsistent. Now, you might be wondering why I've left the all important finances at the bottom. And there's a really good reason for that, because none of this can happen in the best, most efficient way that it can in order to deliver those all important finances as one of your success criteria if you are not managing your mind. If you're looking to build, you know, seven, maybe even, you know, a high seven, moving into an eight figure business. And yet there's that voice inside your head some days thinking, well, people like me don't really build, you know, high seven figure businesses. If you're having those kind of thoughts, trust me, that will sabotage some of what you do as you go about building your business. If you're wanting to scale and really build a team, and yet you have some thoughts around, but nobody can do it as well as I do. Can I really trust people to do and use these processes that I've perfected and got working really well to implement them in the same way? If you have any of those kind of thoughts, they are going to impede your ability to succeed. So managing your mind at every single step of your journey is so important. You know, have an awareness about how you're thinking. The reality is if you are currently someone who's just heading towards seven figures and your goal is to create a business that's late seven, early eight figures, the way that you think and manage your mind when you're building and running an eight-figure business will be very different to someone who's heading towards seven figures. So I think you're getting the message. This mind management thing, it's really important and you'll find that we will keep coming back to it as well because it is so important. So that is the frame then for marketing. Because if you're wanting to really grow a business, if you're wanting to attract that consistent client lead flow, it all starts with the marketing piece of the puzzle. There's a problem, however, and that is when people start looking at marketing and implementing marketing to build this consistent lead flow that they're wanting to build, Generally, and I know this is a generalization and we have seen this in our, in our corporate careers and while working with recruitment companies, that the focus is often on the 3% of people who are ready to act now, that they want to work with a recruitment company 
as a candidate, they've made that decision. They, you know, they've felt unsure about whether to move or not for the last 12 months. And now it's time to make that move. It's time to kickstart their career again because it's felt like it's been on hold. Now, the reality is that this 3% it is such a small part of the audience that you are wanting to attract and work with and bring into your business to help you, you know, build, build that revenue to scale it. And let me give you an example of where this 3% sort of like, you know, fits in. Think about, I, I will often talk to business owners and marketeers about email campaigns. You know, the, the rights and wrongs of whether they're doing that they don't work and that's for another video. Now, often when I'm talking about an email campaign, in my mind, I'm thinking a series of emails and that could be, you know, six could be to 16 emails. It could be an ongoing series of emails. Yet, often for a recruitment company, an email campaign can be one email. It might be an email shot. And so, for example, let's say a business sends out a thousand emails and they might get a 10, a 12, a 15% open rate and they will get a few people responding. They may even get some phone calls asking, can we talk about a job? And so the focus then is that, you know, a business reacts to that response and they start working on that job. Now, that's fantastic. But that is an example of businesses or candidates that are ready to act now. And they are your part of your 3%. We know, though, that through simple maths, that is leaving 97% potentially of the audience that you are wanting to work with clients and candidates that are just not connecting. They are probably unaware of you. They're not returning those phone calls because they're not quite sure who you are and why you're phoning them and what you'd be wanting to talk about. They might not be responding to those emails for the same reason. They're not even getting opened for the same reason. Who are you? Now, the reality is the work that needs to be done is around how do we take this 97% of people that you want to engage with, how do you get onto their radar when they're unaware of you? How do you make them aware of you and begin to nurture a relationship so they, they begin to engage in a small way, but you build that relationship to a point where they are regularly engaging with you and they are engaging your services. And so you build a relationship to a point where you know, they're referring people to you as well and they're coming back to you to help them build out you know, bigger teams as they are recovering and scaling. So there's a journey then to take a lot of the people that aren't aware of your business through. Which is where a framework that Denise and I created probably way back in 2015 came in as we were being asked for more guidance, more consultancy on how companies could build in their own internal marketing capability. Um, and, and also, you know, how they could you know, introduce experienced marketeers who didn't know the industry 
um, you know, to get more familiar so they could implement marketing that worked within the recruitment sector. So let me introduce the recruitment marketing sales roadmap to you. Now, there are numerous layers of detail to this roadmap. And in this video, I, I want to introduce you to the first layer. And then in the second video, I'm going to go into more detail around the exact steps to be taking to build this consistent candidate and client lead flow that you know we know is so important to your business right now. The starting point then is planning. And it's often an area that can be skirted over. Um, it, it might sound unusual for me to say what I'm about to say. And, you know, we can talk to businesses who, business owners who've got a lot of clarity from, from a goal setting point of view. They know exactly what they want to be achieving financially. You know, they, they know the timescales of when they want to recruit and bring in team members. They know the kind of resources that they will need to put in place to support those people. You know, both operational support, but also perhaps, you know, software and tech, etc. And there are people who have some idea of some aspects of that. And there are people who are quite vague and uncertain. They know they want to grow, but they're uncertain about, you know, perhaps committing to, to figures and numbers because they want, to, they want to see how it goes. Or maybe they've had their fingers burnt with everything that's happened, you know, in recent times. What we know, though, Denise and I, both from our corporate life and from working with business owners in the recruitment sector, is that the more clarity you have around what it is that you want to achieve, the more clarity you have around where are you currently getting business from. You know, something as simple as, you know, the Pareto principle, you know, for those of you who perhaps haven't come across that, it's, it's the idea that 80% of your business comes from 20% of your clients. You know, do you know exactly where your business is coming from right now? Some, some people do and others are less sure, but knowing it is really important if we are looking to decide where we want to invest marketing and resources moving forward. So planning is really key and I'll go into more detail around that. Of course, we have this whole marketing conversation. Um, and there is so, so much involved in marketing. And interestingly, you know, something that I come on to talk about is there's an overlap between the planning piece from a marketing point of view and then being able to actively start going out on social media, you know, doing email campaigns and doing paid advertising. Of course, there's video. There are so, so many marketing strategies. Um, and of course, the website is, is a fantastic starting point from a marketing point of view. So, you know, there's an awful lot to look at when it comes to marketing. But remember, marketing is the first thing to look at and it's about creating demand for your services. Once you've created that demand, then we can look at converting that demand and nurturing that business so that client continues to convert and keeps coming back for more support from you and your recruitment company. Now, in the next three videos, what I'm going to talk about in the next video, I'm going to go into the next layer of detail and share with you the 10 steps of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Roadmap. 
In video three, I'm going to talk about one of the key, key areas of marketing. And that is if you want to get your, your brand and your services out in front of your audience, content marketing is so important. Um, it's also incredibly important in terms of how you can tap into other marketing um, activities as well, whether it's paid advertising or email marketing. And I want to share with you some of the common mistakes that are made. And some of you will really surprise you. They're probably not what you're thinking. And we want to make sure that you don't make these mistakes moving forward with your content marketing. And we're going to share a bonus fourth video as well, because I want to share with you seven things that you need as a business owner when you are wanting to scale and build your recruitment company. So stay tuned and look forward to the next video and I will see you there. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your, uh, with your technology. And you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle. So if you would like to know more, then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash SFC. Have a look at what's involved, what's included, and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are. We'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business. So speak to you soon.